Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's absolutely true. You're listening to the Next Link Labs Digital Transformation Series. Cool new podcast series we're spinning up here at the Pittsburgh Technology Council with Next Link Labs. And so this is our first one of the series. I can't wait to get rolling on this because we're going to be talking about all things digital transformation over the coming months. And the man on the scene is Jordan Saunders. Jordan, you founded this company. Yep. Just got it off the ground. So I'm excited for us to learn about the company, talk about the company. And you also brought one of your closest advisors with you, Dan Seedham. Now, Dan, you are no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. I love it here. You have a frequent flyer card. <laughs> one more punch, I get a free cup of coffee. You'll get a free cup of coffee. Our coffee's pretty good here, too. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's the yeah. best. Yeah. <laughs> and with Dan, it's really cool because you've been working with Jordan to help him spin his company and get it off the ground. So I, I think it's going to be great to have your insight along with this as well, too. So there's sure. just way too much fun going on as far <laughs> yeah. as that goes. So Next Link Labs, really freshly minted company. So first off, What's your website? Because we want to make sure if our listeners can go out there and, and check the site out and start nerding out as soon as they possibly can. Sure. I mean, we can be found at uh, www.nextlinklabs.com, just spelled out, you'd think. I can actually remember that myself. <laughs> that's, that's one of the reasons we went with it. I'm terrible at remembering what I wrote it down. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just in case, as far as that goes. And to remind everybody, this is coming from the Huntington Bank Tech Vibe Radio Studios here. Couldn't do it without our partners to get this space available. We love being here in Nova Place, being able to have these types of conversations. Just way, way too much fun. So, first and foremost, Jordan, tell us about your background, real, real quick. I mean, pretty smart dude. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, and we're glad you're in Pittsburgh building a company. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited to uh, you know kind of spread my knowledge out to Pittsburgh. Uh, but my background is has been always in uh, software, and now it's kind of moved into more of the uh, the cloud space, cloud infrastructure, and architecture. Gotcha. Um, deep background in consulting and done, did a lot of work on, on the West Coast. So trying to take some of that knowledge uh, that, that we've acquired out there and, and kind of spread it out through the community here. What brought you back to Pittsburgh? Uh, I mean, you know, I have ties to the family here, obviously, personally, but, you know, professionally, uh, I just see a, a big opportunity to, Love it. to kind of uh, change the way some companies are working around here. Because most people would say, I don't want to pick California and the West Coast is a place to enjoy everything else that's out there. But I like when people are like, no, I'm doing this in Pittsburgh. It's not for the weather. It's not for the weather, that's for sure. <laughs> well, really, what, what are the advantages of, of, of scaling a company here? I mean, there's a lot of support in the community. I mean, I was lucky enough to link up with uh, Dan at, exactly, at uh, right. Black Ice. But, um, you know, everyone we've talked to in the, in the, in the community has been really receptive. Um, you know, there's a healthy flow of talent with the universities around here, and it, it just seems like there's some momentum building in the area. So that's it's nice to be kind of at the forefront of that momentum. Most definitely. So I know listeners are dying to know, like, so tell us more about Next Link Labs. Like, what problems are you solving? Like, how are you making people's lives easier? Sure. I mean, when you really, really boil it down is, um, you know, we're really well positioned to, to make some organizational change uh, for, our, for our clients that engage us. Um, you know, we have some deep technical expertise, 
Um, but it, but at its heart, you know, we're entrepreneurs. We we want to solve businesses' problems and and help them to to get a good ROI on anything they're doing, and and hopefully let them be uh, leaders in their spaces they're working in. And it's all about deploying leading edge technologies to solve these problems. What it boils down to, correct? Yeah, I mean, we like the old adage, the golden triangle of organizational change, which is you know people, process, and technology. Um, so you know, without one one of those aspects, you're you're not really getting the full picture and uh, taking uh, taking full advantage of of uh, an opportunity for change. Absolutely. Now, one of the things that gets me really pumped up about Pittsburgh is the way our community works. Companies find each other. So you ran in one Dan Seedham from Black Ice Strategies, and you're like realizing that wait a second, we can come together and use Black Ice as a way to kind of get you off the ground. And uh, as everyone, as anyone has ever listened to Tech Vibe Radio, Dan's been there quite a bit through a number of iterations. He's helped so many companies in the Pittsburgh area. So seeing you guys hang out, I think it's really cool. So, so Dan, what, what, what's been your role with helping Jordan get NextLink Labs off the ground? Well, he had been operating, I guess, about a year with uh, kind of a keystone client. And uh, we were talking about how to, how to grow the business. What he's doing is really relevant to Pittsburgh. How he's doing it, bringing leading edge or new technologies into the community is exactly the right thing to do. And so we just started talking about business building. And what we really resonated with, I mean, Jordan has the technical chops he needs to do the job, but he's an entrepreneur. He talks about building his business and understands that, yeah, it's a team sport, there's more than one role required as you start scaling up the curve, and I think I think that's where the the fit really came from. Definitely, I mean, especially with someone with with Jordan's deep technical background, that doesn't necessarily lend to business acumen as far as that goes. And so, mm-hmm. having someone like you who's built and scaled companies, you come together, you kind of show them the ropes and the, the obstacles that are along the way, and it just you become that reinforcement for. Well, hopefully he can defer his gray hair for a little bit of time. But <laughs> exactly, you know, I think I think the real value, one of the real values, is uh, you know working together to position uh, Next Link Labs and talk about the value proposition in English. That's what I'm excited about because I'm a non-technical guy. And being able to talk about these things and bring it to our listeners so they can digest it. But even technical folks are going to be able to listen to this and, and t- have some good takeaways from it. Sure, sure. Yes. So there's no acronyms allowed. Uh, if, there, if there are acronyms, we will tell you what those acronyms Jordan, mean. Jordan, put your <laughs> headphones back on. We can still talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's just way too much fun as far as that is. So really, can we talk a little bit about like what we will be exploring throughout this whole NextLink Labs digital transformation series? What are some of the key areas that you think we're going to be covering in the coming months, Jordan? Sure. I mean, you know, we're going to be talking about digital transformation, but what that kind of boils down to is we're going to be talking about some things that have to do with software development, about organizational and cultural change, um, some growing trends when it comes to security, uh, and as it relates to everything else we're talking to, um, and, you know, changes in the current cloud infrastructure and the the landscape out there um, you hear that word cloud get thrown around a lot um, we're going to do a, a pretty good job of trying to define what that means in 2019 because it's honestly doesn't mean the same thing it meant in 2014 or and by the time we're done with with 19 we're going to be saying man we were thinking about this and now it's actually doing this which is what makes makes your job super tricky because you guys stay on top of all of that because you got people dependent on you <laughs> to make that all work but so. that's what's great about having a guy like jordan to depend right. on i don't need to know as a ceo or a cfo what the next thing is 
that's where Jordan comes in, right? That's his job and to help me solve business problems, generate exactly. more ROI. But yeah. make it like you turn the light switch on in the morning. You're not thinking about it. Yeah, yeah and, we, and we see that a lot with you know companies you work with where they've kind of found out about some new technology and they're like, okay, what do we do? You know, do we need to go ahead and, and move forward with this? And uh, you know, a lot of times they need someone a little external to kind of look at their whole set of problems and see if it really is the right fit. You know, there, there's technologies that are going to come out in 2019 that might not be appropriate for your business for several years. It might not be a good fit. And exactly, uh, if you go if you go based on buzz and make decisions based on things that are you know current trends, buzz can be bad sometimes. Exactly, yeah. we like to be really solution oriented. Um, Definitely. Well, plus I think you bring bring to the table the fact that. You're, you're an independent third party, so to speak. You're looking at someone's problems outside of the, the, seeing the forest of the trees, the trees of the forest. I never can remember how that expression yeah. goes. But the idea is you're going to look at it totally differently than people who are involved in that business. Absolutely. And then you having the, the, the deep tentacles into the solutions that are out there and ones that will be out there in 18 months. You can say, we can start with this, but it's going to evolve to this. So you can kind of build a platform and a, and a runway and a plan for yep. these folks as far as that goes. So exactly. That's exciting. Very, very cool. So I, that's why I'm really excited to do more and more of these as we, as we bring this kind of content and this knowledge to our listeners. But I think what we want to do today is really talk about, you know, what is digital transformation? I've just been hearing it everywhere. And it's become a buzzword, that's for sure. And, and buzzwords are fun and great, kind of like cloud and everything else. But you really know what that means. You really know the nuts and the bolts of it. So can we, like, demystify some of this? Can you educate me and our sure. listeners about some of this? Sure. <laughs> so where do we start? How do we make this so, thing happen? I mean, <laughs> digital transformation isn't really a new concept. I mean, it's really just this concept of organizational change uh, to meet changing business requirements. Um, but it's doing so in 2019 where we live in a digital world. And so taking these concepts of organizational change that have been around for, for a long, long time and and seeing how they apply today, which uh, you know means increased automation, more of a focus on uh, your end customers, considering security, uh, considering data, and how that affects business decisions. Um, so again, it's it's not this new concept, but it, it's it's kind of gotten branded as digital transformation, and it's it. It's just that's yeah. just the new way of referring to it. Well, it seems like a really big catch-all. I'm assuming sure. there's lots of verticals inside of there that. that constitutes a digital transformation because there's different digital solutions based on the problems that businesses are trying to solve. What are some of the more common problems that people are using, quote-unquote, digital transformation to solve these days? Yeah, I mean, like, like I said before, it really varies based on kind of what a company's focused on. So for a company that their biggest problem, if they're a software company and they're delivering software, um, they're going to want to evolve to be able to deliver f- software more efficiently, more cheaply, and, um, and better software. Uh, for some bigger businesses, they most of their focus might be on making their internal operations operate more smoothly. Right. So their digital transformation would be focused around that area. Um, so it's really it's really going to depend on right. the type of company and where their focus is. How about manufacturers? We have a lot of manufacturers that are part of the Pittsburgh Technology Council. A lot of our listeners are manufacturers, and I always I always say that you know, technology and manufacturing they just go hand in hand. Like you, you really can't separate them. No doubt. But but many times our manufacturers they're a couple steps back sure. on having the latest technologies, and I'm sure they're hearing the buzz terms of digital transformation. They're wondering how this can help my business. Are there certain cases within manufacturing where you're really tying like really old legacy systems into the quote-unquote modern times like absolutely absolutely and and it really depends on where they're at like like you said for some people in the manufacturing industry they might be a little bit further behind but 
they still have improvements they can make to the processes that they're doing. Um, they still can train their, their, the people that they have there to take advantage of those new processes, and they can, you know, enable innovation through combining, you know, people and technology. Um, and so they can take some of that new technology that's out there and bring it into their organization and really, um, you know, streamline what they're already doing as well as hopefully create some sort of a competitive advantage uh, within their market. Very, very cool. Yeah, well, yeah. And I think it's important to, to note that, you know, DevOps is not putting a technology coat of paint on existing processes. I like only. the paint stuff and just kind of, you know, it's done, right? Just it's a <laughs> metaphor <laughs> or a simile. I always get those two mixed up. But, you know, triaging the processes themselves right. before you apply technology is a really, really important part of this. And overlay that with new kinds of employees, the next generation of employees, it's a lot more than the tech itself. The tech itself, I don't want to say it's secondary necessarily because it's hard to implement, but you could automate the worst process in the world and just get crappy results faster. And mm-hmm. that's not what this is all about. It's not crappy results faster? That's not our tagline. <laughs> we are looking uh, for a new tagline. It was tagline. taken hard, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah TM. Yeah, and, that, and that's a mistake. That's something we see out, uh, out in the field a lot where companies will bring in a, a bunch of new technologies and, and they'll say, hey, look, we're, we're set up for 2019, we're set up for 20 to scale. But if you take all those technologies in and you don't change the way you're doing business, you don't educate your employees on how this changes how they work and then put in some process uh, to kind of be the bridge there, then then like Dan said, uh, you're kind of going to run really quickly in the wrong direction or yeah. you're going to have a bunch of work that doesn't ever really uh, yield results in ROI. Then you've just spun your wheels at that point. Exactly. And you've, That's you've, right. You've wasted money at, at the That's end right. of the day and potentially tick some customers off and employees and all the other kind of fun stuff. Exactly. That's why it's so important to have that expert be in there to make sure the parts are, are knit together and that it's happening seamlessly yep. as far as that works. Interesting stuff. So what else is going on out there within digital transformation? What should we be thinking about? I mean, we're talking about things like, you know, like, like, like cloud native and DevOps and so forth. Like, what, what, what's happening in those areas? Yeah, so, I mean, there's been this this shift. Um, it's been a long time coming. I mean, you go, you go back as far as when things used to be on mainframes. We went from uh, everything was on a mainframe to kind of a client-server type thing when when Windows came around, and then um, basically all these companies build up their, their technology stacks and had these massive applications. Right. And um, with the cloud and with making it very uh, low friction to, to spin up new resources in the cloud and, and scale, um, it's kind of changed the, the opportunities. Uh, they've made it much easier to make a, a lot of small applications and, and kind of just change the way software is developed, maintained, and um, and scaled and and that's that's led to a lot of change in the way people are doing things. Very interesting. What, what's your insight on that, Dan? Well, I, you know, if you think about some of the concepts, and I'm not technical, but some of the concepts are very descriptive. You know, like microservices. You know, that to me implies a little chunk of code that has a very specific aspect or job to do, right? right? absolutely. And if he goes down, he doesn't bring the whole system down. Concepts like that are what Jordan talks about a lot whenever he's out there talking to clients and talking to potential new clients. So it's it's really 
processes, architecture, and then implementing in the way with the ROI in mind. And, you know, as we do more and more of these podcasts, you're probably going to get tired. You're going to say ROI, just another buzzword. No. Not to most business owners, though. They want that return on investment. But but that's what's so interesting. This is another tool, a great tool to increase the value of your business, to increase customer satisfaction, and make sure that the team inside the company is really feeling good about what they're doing day in and day out. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, often, I mean, everyone's situation is, is different out there. Every business has different problems they're trying to solve and different technical capabilities. What, is there kind of an expectation we could set as, as what it means when, actually, when you do engage into a project? Is it something that becomes all-encompassing? Is it something that where you, as the expert there, Jordan, are able to come in and, and kind of lift that from them a little bit and then ping back and forth and they can go about business as usual while you kind of solve the hard, complex stuff? Or how does yeah. that work? Yeah, I mean, the, the most successful projects, you know, I've been a part of, it, it's an organizational-wide uh, shift. I mean, it kind of comes back to what we talked about. If you just make technology changes that um, and don't don't include the culture changes to go along with it, you're not going to be. It's a really good point. Yeah. You're not going to be successful. Um, so yeah, I mean, we when we come in, we'll we assess how how the business is currently operating um, and provide kind of a roadmap for moving forward. Um, but the more buy-in you know we get from from the client, the more successful that that engagement is likely to be because. And that's a mistake again. That companies, when they do it on their own, they might put their technical their technical organization in charge of being in charge of digital transformation, right? But if you don't tie it into the rest of the business and the other uh, parts of the organization, then you're probably not going to be successful because they're only going to be focused on that tech aspect. They're not going to be focused on how it changes, how they do sales, how they do marketing, how they how they run their operations. Um, and so, that, you know, again, that's a benefit to having a third party kind of take that holistic Absolutely. That view of things. So what if you're a company out there and you're in the middle, you started your own digital transformation, you're maybe waist deep in it, maybe neck deep into it, the water's rising, you're like, wait a second, I need someone to bail me out. I mean, is it, you can come in and kind of, for lack of a better word, rescue <laughs> a, a digital transformation project. Absolutely. And, and we've, se- we've seen this a few times and... Um, and it's like, don't be embarrassed about it either, right? It, it, exactly, exactly. I mean, a lot of this tooling is, is really new. Um, a lot of these uh, organizational shifts bring up bring about a set their own set of uh, people problems and process problems. And uh, there are things that, just like anything else, you have to spend time doing to get better at them. And so, you know, we're happy to jump in at really any stage and kind of provide our expertise. And, you know, we've learned from being out in the field and, Hey, there's there's been some challenging problems that we've we've had to solve, and and they're not unique to your organization. They're they're things that happen to every organization. This stuff is is a new developing area, and um, there's not just one way to do things. Very cool. Is there a sweet spot for a company that you, you typically work with? Is it? I mean, it can be super small. I mean, super large. Anything in between? Like, yeah. I mean, we work with usually mid market companies, uh, generally tech enabled companies, so they have some set of um, you know tech prowess already, um, but we, we have worked with some companies before that were kind of maybe how you described the traditional manufacturing right. company okay. and just knew they needed to make some improvements. Very cool. Well, Jordan, I'm glad you're here in Pittsburgh building this company. Nextlink Labs, very cool. I'm excited to be exploring all these issues around digital transformation. It's always great having Dan Seedham stop by the show from Black Eye Strategies. Yeah, <laughs> One of my cool favorite stuff. spots here at Nova Place. Absolutely, <laughs> man. No, it's great stuff all the way around. And I was just encourage everyone, go to nextlinklabs.com and learn more about it. Because And don't be embarrassed. 
if you've screwed up your digital transformation project, many of us do. Call in the experts if you need to as far as that goes. So great, great stuff. All right. Too much fun hanging out here at the Huntington Bank Tech 5 Radio Studio, bringing you the Next Link Labs Digital Transformation Series. This is Jonathan Kirsten with the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.